Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Sweet Boss. End of end of the month guys, March is finishing, April is coming in and I just wanted to reflect on one month not being a CEO of BSB. Hey guys, Dancho Dimkov here and you're listening to Sweet Buzz, scaling a digital B2B business. For all the entrepreneurs, business owners and CEOs, this is your moment to radiate positive energy. Because if I can do it, so can you. In this podcast, I'm sharing my thoughts, opinions and everyday experience in the business world. But I'm letting you glance into my personal life too. So stay tuned because this episode may be the epiphany that you're looking for. As you already know, I, I started 1st of March, uh, Natasha became the CEO of BSB and one month has passed and I just wanted to, to go over a few stuff and maybe convince you that, that you also need the CEO. Uh, if you're following my podcast a few episodes ago, I started looking like, well, I'm wearing the entrepreneur hat, I'm wearing the CEO hat, I'm wearing the uh, investor founder hat and that had to change. And guess what? it really went to good to fantastic, not just for me. And maybe that's the key thing that here I wanted to cover with this podcast. Uh, I believe that BSB now is a better place because I'm not the CEO. <laughs> Interesting, right? You could think that as the owner, I would do everything in my power to, to make BSB as great as possible. Well, guess what? As a founder, I have limitations. And those limitations now I've crossed by hiring a CEO. And, uh, you know, there are several subtle ways, but there are also very scary ways of how I'm realizing this, but I'll try to cover it here. First, uh, since I took away from the operational role, I was really able to focus on really, really strategic key aspects on how BSB can grow further. Chat GPT and how can we integrate it? Done. Uh, integrating Chat GPT through an API in a Google spreadsheet? Done. SEO and speed improvement on all our five, six different domains, done. Uh, planning the, the case study approach where we're going to create 10 to 20 case studies in BSB, done. I can do like this forever, but the whole goal is that I really, really focused on things that are falling between chairs, strategic tasks that are really needed for the growth of BSB, but nobody had the time or, or the effort or the knowledge on, on how to do it. And on the other hand, while I was more focused on the strategic, operationally, I saw some miracles happening as well. I mean, I saw now that the employees are far more excited to work with Natasha. And guess what? <laughs> yeah, it hurts, but she's more available to them because I was also doing um, a lot of operational stuff, a lot of sales stuff, a lot of marketing stuff, a lot of strategic stuff. So I was not really that available to our employees. Well, Natasha is far more available for them and they're far more happy because from start, they already were working with her, but now they know that they can bring any concerns that they have directly to her and that she's available to listen to them. And guess what? I don't expect Natasha will introduce the same CEO style that I have. So she will bring her own angle on stuff, which on some levels are better than me. Uh, Yesterday, for example, I just got on Slack a chat like Natasha saying to everybody, hi guys, since we're going to work together for a lot of time, let's do some uh, self-evaluation tests. And she sent them the, the 16 personality uh, test and said, okay, why don't we all do this, the 16 personality test so we can understand who is a commander, who is an advocate, who is laid back, who is more provocative. And we can communicate better based on that. And I was like, wow. 
I run BB for seven years. I've never even thought about like, why don't we do some self-evaluation tests on the personality level? And then we can use those insights to better communicate among each other. Someone wants more direct uh, feedback. Someone wants a more careful and they're more scared of direct feedback. And how would you know unless you know what kind of profile they are? And that's just one small example on, on how BB is getting better and better without me. And I also started now looking with the content and the podcasting. We've started preparing for our podcasting service, and that's really exciting for me. But now I've realized that as much as I want, it's, it's the other people that should be on the front. So when it comes now to the podcasting, I am not leading the product development. I'm a secondary. I have Natasha and Buba who are actually leading the, the podcast development service. And I'm just a consultant. No, I'm a backstopper. I'm going to tell everything that's wrong and how it can be improved and make it better. But this way, I know that when the podcast podcasting service is out, it's not my service that then I need to convince someone else that we should start offering on the market, but it's actually created by Tamara. It's created by Buba. So they would have ownership of the service rather than me then just delegating. And that's something that every business owner should experience that not being the the driving seat of your company opens up the space for the existing people to grow because now Natasha like it or not she had to grow into the CEO role but also all the people around Natasha now have to grow as well because they have to take the driving seat in their departments and I really it's just 30 days but I find it so exciting because I've realized that I was not handicapping them, but I was keeping them back because I was doing the solutions for them. And then I would just delegate to someone else. And maybe that's the shift in mindset because uh, when a problem arises, and if it's a big one, well, I'm solving the problem and then I'm just delegating the execution part or just delegating the tasks. Well, now it's a bit different. Now I'm delegating the problems. So they should start thinking on their own how they would solve the problem rather than me paving the route for them, and then they just walk the route with just execution. And yeah, for me, it's much less stressful because someone else needs to solve the problems. But on the other hand, for them, it's far more rewarding because instead of just someone coming and solving the problem for them and giving the best route possible, they now need to start thinking and making mistakes. And guess what? Growing on a professional level. So I'm really excited on how things are going. I actually had a meeting yesterday with Natasha and we were like, okay, well, how are we on, on sales level? Says, well, first, perfect. We've, we're onboarding new clients. So sales is doing a great job, but what's even better is some of the clients are asking to increase their scope. We had part-time SDRs that want to grow to a full-time. We have full-time SDRs that want to add a second, third person. So that's like a positive vibe that I'm getting. And I'm like, okay, that part of the equation is good. Uh, the second part of the equation is how are we doing with HR? Do we have enough people? And she was like, well, we've onboarded four people in March. And from 1st of April, we have two new people joining BSB. So on the supply side, we also have enough new people and we have to take care of them. I'm like, okay, how are the four new people? And she was like, they're good. They, they are learning fast. And now we have the academy. We have the book. We have a lot of webinars that we can share with them. So both parts of the equation are good. And that means that when the supply side is good, when we have enough motivated people to work on, and when the sell side demand side is good, when we have enough existing clients and we have new clients onboarding, 
Well, guess what is the results? Revenues, revenues and profits. I don't need to ask, are we making profit when I know that new people are coming to work at BSB and that we are closing new clients and the old one are, are staying with us. Profits are a consequences of good supply and demand and the product market fit. Actually, the previous episode that I record was on product market fit. So guess what? If you have the product market fit, it means that you have a stable product with people that are working in the sales outreach. And then the market is giving you a stable pulse that they're staying long enough and that they're happy with what they're getting. The consequences is more revenues and more profit. And what is more important for me is that everything is happening without my involvement. Yes, I am still involved, but I still have few ideas on on few strategic steps that I want to do at Bisbee, and I have books to write, guys. April will be April, May will be book writing. I want to finish the sweet deals, which is pending. I want to finish the from a skill to financial independence. So hopefully two, and then the the leadership book. I'm hoping that in the next two months I'll finish three books. That's a challenge. Anyway. I was really excited. One month passed. I'm I'm enjoying this and not just enjoying, I'm seeing that BSB is better off without me as a CEO. That for me is the best thing that, that could happen here. So it's not just whether it can survive the company without, without you as a CEO, but whether it can thrive, whether it can grow without you. That's all I have as an open question for you guys. And do have a great day. Thanks for tuning in, guys. If you enjoyed the episode, then do subscribe. Oh, and you can tell a friend too. Don't miss out on the previous or the upcoming episodes on podcast.bsbsolution.com. If you have a question or just really want to say hi, feel free to do so on my social media profiles. Connect with me or DM me on LinkedIn or Facebook. Did you know that my books with leads is an Amazon bestseller? Well, grab your Kindle or printed copy on Amazon.